Hey guys, welcome to the I Don't Get It podcast. This is Ashley, Lauren, and Naz. And we have a special guest today, my friend, Christina. Christina, how do you say your last name? Zias? Zias. <laughs> Zias. Not said, too far. Okay, just yeah. to let you know that whenever we refer to you, we go Christina Are you Christina Zias. next door? Oh, oh really? I said oh, Christina next door. I thought I was Christina next door, yeah. too. Yeah, you're Christina, Christina next door, Zias? too. Zias. 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 Okay, wait. What is your husband's last name? And do you did you take it in any way? My husband's last name is D'Angelo. Yeah. I have not taken it. And But it's so nice. D'Angelo. I, yeah, okay. D'Angelo's I would be really like, nice. change my name right now. Really? I mean, it is a good name. I think my whole online identity is Miss Zias. Yeah. yeah. So I just go by that. I don't know. It feels weird to change. You're just so Greek. Name. You need Zias. Yeah. yeah. That is interesting. You are like, so do you guys get mad if you don't take their last name? Yeah. Yeah. yeah probably. Yeah. I feel like annoyed. that's a thing now. Like no one's taking last names. Anymore. I don't think as many people are. I will tell you that my husband, I think, is like slightly offended. Um, <laughs> but I told him when we have kids, we can cross that bridge. Also, yeah. I'm unorganized. I'm not doing with that oh, paper and stuff work. like that. Lauren oh, said so that there's paperwork. like this organization that you could pay seventy five dollars or two or something, and they go and do it all for you all the forms i think oh, i just wow. got a dm from them oh really <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's hilarious i'm gonna end up Something doing like that. that i want my name to legally behave in but i think that i'll be calling myself ashley i right. a lot yeah, yeah. are you yeah. gonna legally change your name Ash? yeah legally i want it to be changed yeah. but like if i actually refer to myself as right. haven it'd be like i don't know about that yet until we're we have kids you have kids and then when you have kids you want to be like mrs haven because that's the kid's last right, name right 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 and i don't have a middle name so i'm totally okay with just making my last name my middle Oh, that's nice. Oh, that is cool. Yeah, a lot of people have been doing that. And oh, yeah, I think ahead. I want to do that, actually. Right. Do you have a middle name? Yeah, actually. Well, yeah. Well, whatever. You can make your but name whatever you Nicole want. Nicole Iconetti Haven. Yeah, yeah that's, that's cute. Good. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, it's perfect. I like how Jade took Tolbert and it just stuck. You know, Jade Tolbert. Oh, yeah. I yeah. don't think of her oh as my Jade God, Roper. What is Jade Roper? Yeah. Wait, oh, yeah, what's her God. Instagram name, though? Her, it is Jade Liz Roper. Okay, that's oh, what really? I think of her as. No, no, I think if you click on her name, it says Jade Tolbert. Okay. I'm not 100%. I'd have to go look. But... Yeah, they do the same thing. Like, her legal name is Tolbert, but, like, some of her social names are still Roper. Okay. Okay. Well, Ashley, you have an I don't get it for us? Okay, yeah. So... Wait, we got to tell them why Christina's on the podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Um, Well, you guys have been asking for a body image podcast, and Christina is... Would you say... It's not a plus-size model anymore. What do you call them? I guess a curve model. Curve model. (laughs) I'm not just a model. I think they just need to stop, like, with the terms. But, yeah, curve. Yeah, so we'll get the average that. size yeah. model. Yeah. Um, so Christina has been doing that modeling for about two years now. Right? Yeah, even longer than that. Almost four years, which is crazy. That's I remember amazing. you like actually telling me, I feel like when I first like started hanging out with you. That about you were the first about gig? To, yeah. Because yeah. I, I was like, like, what is happening? Yeah, I was like, it's a really good idea for you. I think it's going to work out well. Yeah, it's great. It Wait, so you or Ashley's neighbor, right? That's how everyone knows It's actually other. really like, bizarre. Actually, we should probably tell this story. Dude, we have the weirdest story okay so uh it's like eight years ago now if even yeah it's just just if not yes, longer now eight years sure. ago catch me if you can was coming to broadway and it's my fa- one of my very favorite movies and my favorite broadway actor aaron Tveit, was playing frank abagnale in it <laughs> frank abagnale and Jr. i like nobody in the world wanted to report from the blue carpet is the jet blue sponsored carpet more than me so jet blue had this competition where the best correspondent like you'd send in a video you posted it up on youtube <clears throat> like did a certain amount of like hashtags or ads or something mm-hmm, added mm-hmm. to a playlist and then the person that they was it the highest amount of views? It was actually the highest amount yes, of viewed was. person. Was this before Batch? 
Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. This yeah. is me like right. This is the. How old this are is, you? I feel like I just graduated. I think we were college. like 22. Yeah. Yeah. It was just just after college. Oh my God. You guys both did this? Yes. How crazy. So, okay. crazy. Just so, wait. So um, I went. I went overboard like I always do with these little creative projects. I did I reenacted scenes from the movie. Right. And Chris but Christina really nailed the hosting, like the host of it all. Like she was the one that was able to like stand in front of the camera with a microphone, like really like kill the hosting component of it. I was just creative. Mm-hmm. So it was between me, her, and this other guy. Mm-hmm. I got the most amount of views. I did. I don't I like recruited everyone in the I remember world. going to the library with dad and yeah, opening like, every no, fresh, you guys did not open every tab and just put Yes, that's amazing. We used multiple computers. So anyway, Sorry, Christina. Wow. Christina's like, this is why I lost. Yeah. Yes, I was wondering. <laughs> Wait, so actually, did you were, hate her and the other guy? No, were so people like, were uh, supposed to go through and, like, watch all the videos and, like, you know, watch the one that they thought the that the best one was over right, and over again. Right. So I, of course, was watching it for my competition, and I was like, oh, this girl, she's got me beat. Like, she's really good. She's really genuinely talented here. And then I won, and then I ended up messaging Christina. I was like, just want to let you know, I thought you did a fantastic Aww. job. You're so talented. Great like, showmanship. You're definitely going to be going places. Like, I thought I was going to be beat by you the entire time. Wait, this is so funny hearing your backstory yeah. of it. Because for me, I think my video was up there first. And, like, I didn't – like, I took it seriously, but I literally just – spoke to like the camera and yeah. I didn't make a whole production out of it yeah. and then yours came out and I was like who is this girl <laughs> <laughs> I was like this is ridiculous I don't know if these are like the rules <laughs> and then you won and I was like I hate her yeah. and then oh, she no. like de- she messaged, messaged me on, on Facebook, Facebook and I was yeah. like oh my gosh she's so nice and oh, then that's really cute. That's awesome. So then and they then ended up the, the, the guy was like runner up. They like made the guy runner up for some reason. I think so it's just because came. they needed like a wanted a female in a yeah. male. Otherwise okay. we would have probably done it together. So that guy had to like pay for his own travel and lodging oh, in New so York. Cool. But like, I got it like all covered or whatnot. Anyway, so cool. it was very when I got there, and it was a very disappointing contest win because all oh, they really? had for you was a flip phone. Like this is like back in the day. Wait, this. wasn't a flip phone? It was a what f- cam- it was called? It was a flip cam yeah. where like you barely saw oh. what was happening in like the little thumbnail that version. Is so janky. I thought we were gonna have a camera crew. Yeah, I thought of I was gonna be like sitting on the carpet with a microphone and like interviewing. But then I was so embarrassed to have the the flip but cam. She didn't even. Well, there's people out there on carpets today chilling. Right. Oh yeah. Yeah, it's True. like a little different today, though. That was like the very beginning. Yeah, yeah. Just so think about less embarrassing. <laughs> it was so long ago. It was 2012, I guess. Anyway, yeah, so the wacky thing, and I know I'm sorry, you guys, for listening to this story forever, but I like this um, story. I realized that Christina was that girl who beat me in the competition once I moved to LA, and she was doing AfterBuzz. And so crazy. She was doing the Bachelor After Buzz. So if you guys don't know After Buzz, it's like basically a, a podcast network, po- podcast and YouTube network where they talk about pop culture things. There's different TV shows commentary. for different shows. It's yeah. like after shows for every yeah. TV yeah. show. On, yeah. totally. And Maria Menounos owns it. Yeah. If you've ever struggled to conceive, then you know that getting pregnant isn't always easy. Timing is everything, but it can be tough to know when your chances are the highest. Which days are you the most fertile? And are you tracking your fertility window accurately? Um, I am currently tracking my period and my body with the Ava bracelet because Jared and I are going to start trying to have kids in the next year. So it's time for me to get to know my body a little bit better and especially my menstrual cycle. So I'll know 
in the next few months, one will be the highest chance I'll have to conceive. Yeah, I use the Ava bracelet because I used to use the period tracker apps on my phone, but they just don't tell you as much about your body as the Ava bracelet does. Ava is a Swiss startup company that is dedicated to advancing women's health and breaking taboos and discussing the menstrual cycle. You wear this CE certified medical device in the form of a comfortable bracelet only at night. So you're only wearing it with your sleeping. It doesn't have to be like some fashion statement. Um, But it's still attractive looking, by the way. Ava provides fascinating insight about a woman's cycle and health, including data on sleep quality and quantity, psychological stress, resting pulse rate, and much more. So even if you're not trying to conceive right now, it's still helpful to get to know your body in this way, especially if you plan to conceive it sometime in the future. And um, once you've successfully gotten pregnant, you might be like, okay, now what? Do I have anything to track? Well, Ava can track general health during your pregnancy as well as week-by-week updates on what to expect at each stage of your pregnancy. Ava is clinically proven to detect the five most fertile days of your cycle. So if you are planning on getting pregnant, it'll tell you the five most fertile days, which are very important to know. I also love the fact that 20% of the price of an Ava bracelet goes directly to the company's medical research and development in women's health. All right, ladies, it's time that you finally understand your body fully. You can visit avawomen.com to learn more. And for listeners of our program, you can receive $20 off your order by going to avawomen.com slash get it. That is Ava, A-V-A, women.com slash get it and use our code get it. That's avawomen.com slash get it, code get it for wherever you are in life. So when she, um, she, she asked me to be on and I was like, of course. And then I come and I meet her in real life and it was really great. Did you know when you asked her to be on that she was the girl that beat you in the jump? Yeah. 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 We had, no, yes, we had like yes, chatted yeah. on Facebook. On like, Facebook. Oh, Can you believe okay. we both like ended up right. doing like our thing in Hollywood? Yeah, yeah. Totally. Yeah. And, and where are you from originally? I'm from New Jersey. Yeah. Okay. So we were wow. like close yeah. quarters. So yeah. But yeah, the we were fu- like meant to be friends. I remember when I got the After Buzz Bachelor, uh, Bachelor show, they wanted Ashley on and like the Bachelor show for after buzz is like exclusive it's like the hardest show to be a host on <laughs> yeah. okay yeah it's the hardest and show to be a host on they is were there renee a host on there yeah she's yeah. a host on there yeah. now yeah and i was like the new person in and they were like kind of being mean to me because i was the new person and they're like well you have to be able to book guests and then i booked ashley and she was like the first person like we've been trying to get her on for years oh my god <laughs> yeah. so I remember like, like reaching out and i was yeah. like i remember like the producers were like just be selective about the press that you say yes to yeah and they didn't love they don't love the after buzz thing yeah and in, in, in the production but Wait, so then how do you then you just ended up living next to each other dude that's so the that crazy the part. part no gnarly so she drove me home i like ubered that day to my first day that i did after Too buzz weird. with them and then she goes, That's I'll drive so you home. Weird. You live in West Hollywood, right? I go, yeah. She goes, what street? I go, Flores. And then she literally was like, there me too. Three apartments down. We, yeah. were, we were like so legit like one-tenth of a mile from each other. Three, four houses. Down. I was like, dude, the universe wants us to be mm-hmm. best friends. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So mm-hmm. weird. And now you're here. And now I'm here. I'm so excited. Well, we're excited to have you because obviously we've all been wanting to do a body image podcast for so long. But... It's it'll be cool to have a more casual conversation about it with someone that's been a model for it, and we'll call it the right word when we get to that part yeah, of the yeah. conversation. But um, I think it'll be more fun to talk about it in a more casual way than mm-hmm. like because we were thinking of having an expert expert come on, you know, and talk about the history and all that stuff. But I think this is like a way better way and like 
the age of social You're like media our peer and stuff. Sort of. For rather sure. than like a. But before, we should probably get to Ashley's end. Okay. okay. Yeah. It's not, I don't get it. So it's just me talking a lot here. Um, <laughs> so Christina walked in. Naz and Christina have met a few times, but recently ran into each other at the, what is it? Lit Method? I, we should give a shout out to Lit Method. Yeah, they're I really love, good. It's my favorite workout in LA. So it's a workout class here in LA, and Naz has been has talked to me about like the trainer there or the the instructor and christina comes in and goes he's really hot right Mm -hmm. and i'm like Mm -hmm. that's see that's totally normal she's married like i'm engaged i like i want to say like he's hot like it's like a thing that it's like you can't ignore the fact that the instructor's hot in there right but i know we've i know we've brought this up a couple times Jerry doesn't like it when I say that guys are hot. If I say they're good looking or if they're handsome, he doesn't get bothered by it. But if I'm just like that guy's hot, he gets very weird out. That's like, so funny. Like even good looking, handsome is better than hot, right? What? No, no I, he likes when she says good looking or handsome. Yeah. To me, like when if I call a guy good looking or handsome, that's like you're in line to be someone I'm with. So oh, like, oh, oh, if you're just hot, hot is yeah. like a one hour, one night makeout, or like you're just hot. That oh, makes really? sense. Yeah, oh, so funny I don't to know. me that he thinks the opposite. That but. brings me to another point that I will bring up in a second, but he like even after Aladdin, I was like, I don't, he was hot. Like Aladdin was freaking hot. Oh, right? yeah. You told and you then, like whispered then, it to me. And I you know, know that. And he's like, Jasmine was hot. And I'm like, <laughs> oh my god. See, you could have said Jasmine was hot to me without that tone, and I would have been totally yeah, okay with it. it. it was like I was like, she's so hot. But then the way he said it was like he was angry at but me. You don't think that the boys on the other end are talking to their friends saying. Dude, she's hot. She's hot. Like they are. They have to be. I actually don't feel like Steve says that, but I will. I don't think Jared says it either. I Wait, will what say do you mean, Lauren? Steve like, gets guy, mad too. Like when yeah. their their husband they're hanging out with their friends husband. and stuff. They're saying, "Oh, that girl's hot," or they're on the street in their head. They go, "Oh, that girl's hot." Like they're yeah. thinking it for in their, sure in their, yeah. in their head. Yeah, yeah. definitely. But you think Steve's thinking it in his head? I mean, I think if he sees like a hot girl, he's probably like. Steve is like weird because he's like so into fitness. I feel like he'd be like, oh, she has like a good body. Like, I feel oh, like that's yeah. what he would notice. Oh, um, the pain of my existence. But definitely, like, if I were to like be like, oh, that guy's hot walking down the street, he'd be like, are you kidding me? See, I could, n- I wouldn't say it like that. I mean, I wouldn't, but I would. I only talk about it like in reference to movie stars, pop stars, or stuff like that. And. Like I'm like whatever. He, to me, he he doesn't like that because he says that those pop stars and stuff are attainable because are. of where we live and like <laughs> because of like that makes you know, sense. Our, that where makes you know sense. we, we yeah. are in yeah. Hollywood and all that. So he thinks you can like actually be with the Latin. yeah. I kind of yeah. think that that is kind of what's annoying to him. But I don't know. I think that girls are able to say it, and girls don't think they don't say it in like a sexual way. We talk about it from like a totally aesthetic point of view, like Definitely. my eyes like looking at him, not like I want to have sex with him. Right. Like that is not yeah, what we mean when true. we say yeah. a guy a guy is hot. I think maybe when maybe because guys, guys they think, think that, that, so then they think we think. Yeah, yeah I think I so. I'm like it's just guy. eye so. candy. That's so interesting. Yeah, but um, uh, well, wait. So did something happen like big where you were like, I can't say this person's hot around yeah, Jared anymore? After like, Aladdin, I was whispering, Aladdin was so hot. Aladdin was so hot. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's so funny. Um, but that reminded me of something else. What did I say? That reminds me when how men think. That's how women think. They just oh yeah. Okay. So this is another thing that I've had with Jared recently. Like he'll tell me I'm beautiful. Aww. But, but like you to hot. me. And the, not no to say, way. not to say this in a conceited way. I've always been 
told that I'm beautiful. Mm. I've never been told that I'm hot or sexy. So like I want him to look at me like you're hot or like you're sexy. Beautiful is actually a term to me that like I feel like you can find beauty in so many things. But not to be desired, hot. I want to be like, like I want a word that represents so, desire. Right. What, yeah, I guess I could oh, agree okay. with that. Represents desire made it make sense for me in my head. Yeah. I'm so opposite of that. I feel like hot is so meaningless, but if like a guy called me beautiful, that means he like sees me in the inside I feel, and the outside. More people like are on too. your side. No, more people yeah. are totally on your you side. You can call anything hot. You don't call not everything's beautiful. I right? No, I think you can find beauty in a lot of things that aren't necessarily like aesthetically. Can we go back to... We get it. Can we yeah. go to the body image? Because I got a couple questions. Oh, for you know, I think yeah. it actually leads good into... Leads well, we have well so into much... Body. Yeah, like, actually. Okay, so my first went. question relating to body image is... You said your husband, Steve, is really into fitness. So he would look at a girl on the street and say she has a really good body. Being someone who has been a plus size model, or what is the term actually we should use? I mean, you could say plus size model, curve model. I mean, I think they is it now curve model? Was that curve model or what people say? Plus size, yeah. But like, if you like, let's say Ashley Graham, right? Like, if she were to define herself, she would just be like, "I'm just a model." Yeah, she wouldn't say I'm a curve model or a plus size model, right? Because why does it matter? Right, you're just it's like saying I'm a black model or I'm a white model. It's like we're all people, so you're a model, exactly, hundred percent. Yeah. So does that bother you at all being someone that's i guess not a size zero or a size two that uh, your husband's like into you know bodies um well yeah i mean i think it's like something that i struggle with i think it's something that like just women in general struggle with like just their weight when it comes to relationships in general i'll never forget steve on our second date he was like do you want to go to the beach or do you want to go to the zoo and i was like hell <laughs> no am i going to the zoo uh, the beach with him like yeah. no way i'm like zoo because yeah. i didn't want to be in I'll a look bikini at in front of cage him animals before i get in a fucking bikini <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, you know like I mean? knowing I like, you now i'm like i'm you really feel, i feel, I feel like, like you're so you're confident, so confident in your yeah. Right, but I wasn't then, and which okay. is crazy is that I was like way skinnier then too, and I mm. wasn't confident because I just don't think confidence really comes with like your, the way you look; it's just how you feel inside. Um, I think what Steve does a really good job. Steve is my husband, is <laughs> making me feel beautiful no matter what size I am, um, and but he definitely emphasizes like fitness and health. So I Jeff, we like work out together all the time. Um, but I, I don't think you can like worry about what the person thinks about you in your relationship because if they're judging you based on your physical looks, like those always change. So as long as like they love you like inside and out, I think you find confidence in that, you mm-hmm. know? So Jared and I went up to Rosalind Sanchez at Wango Tango a couple of days ago because um, one of her really good friends is our wedding planner, Troy Williams. Uh, there's like pictures of the couples together in their house and everything. So it was really cool to meet her considering she has like the sexiest summer drama with ABC coming out. It's called Grand Hotel and it's going to be your new guilty pleasure. It's a five-star hotel with five-star secrets set along the gorgeous backdrop of Miami Beach. My wedding planner actually planned Eva Longoria's wedding and she is the executive producer of this bold, provocative family drama drenched in romance and mystery. And I feel like whatever Eva touches is good TV. It's about a young woman's disappearance during a hurricane and unravels a slew of scandals and lies. It's like clue for television. And you know that when someone dies, all their dirty secrets come out and it all comes out in Grand Hotel. It's a contemporary, fresh take on an upstairs, downstairs story of the staff's lives. 
intertwined with the owners of the hotel and nobody is who they seem. There's an all-star cast, including Academy Award nominee Damian Brashear and, like I said, Rosalind Sanchez. There's going to be so many twists and turns. You're going to be on the edge of your seat every week. We watched the premiere episode. There's so, so many good. hotties in it, guys. So yeah. many hotties. I, I just like love that Latino flair. It just makes for like a really juicy show, you know? The Grand Hotel check-in is tonight after The Bachelorette on ABC and all summer long with new episodes Mondays at 10, 9 central. Um, do you share like what your size is or can you for our listeners? Yeah, I'm a size 14. Okay. I'm a size 14, um, which is so crazy because I'm considered a plus size or a curved model, but the 68% of American women are a size 14. 68? Yeah, 68%. Amen. It's crazy. So that's why you can't call it. Can, is that why you, you can't even call it plus size anymore? Because it's like normal Advertise, size. Average size. Yeah. But um, it's always been called plus size. It's always They've been called. never... I feel like it's never been like a thing until recently because of social media that people are like speaking out against, you know, yeah. like... Social media has not changed represented. the whole game. Do you yeah, totally. Photoshop your photos at all? Or are you like true to who you are? I'm true to who I like as far as photoshopping my body. Yes, yeah, your body. No, but I how won't about, do that. Like not sizing on Photoshop, but like smoothing like cellulite. No, I won't do that. Yeah, good for you. But <laughs> I will if I I will be on, totally honest. If I have like a huge pimple on my face, like depending on what it's for, if it's like for a campaign that I'm doing, mm-hmm. then I would remove my pimple because yeah. that's something that's not always that's there. That's not you. Right. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Yeah, but I wouldn't change like my waist or my legs or anything like that. It's so crazy looking at like the top, top models, like Victoria's Secret models, and you go on like the Instagram account Celeb Face. I, that and they, they take themselves in even more than what they yeah, already like, are. And that's like, why, causing us to go insane. I wouldn't ever think that their originals could ever be altered to look smaller yes and then you click the before and after my friend was sitting next to me in class she goes i cannot believe how perfect this person is i got i got an instagram account to show you and i showed her celeb face and it made her feel so much better isn't that insane yeah but that's why i'm saying that it's so funny because size doesn't really matter or determine how you feel about yourself because mm-hmm. you see people who you think are perfection and clearly like they are in, have insecurities just as much as you do. Mm-hmm. So where does this confidence like stem from? Because so I don't consider myself skinny or fat. I think I'm just there. <laughs> yeah. I'm just like uh, just walking around, you know, and I and I wish I could get more fit, but I am not comfortable ever picturing myself in a bikini. Really? Yeah, I think I've taken like one or two photos my entire life in a bikini. No way. But you're you're right. It's like all within. You so just like- got to start doing it. I'll come take some photos of you. <laughs> and then like the more you start doing it, you're like, wait a minute. Like I look great. I feel great. Why am I so scared of this? So you think the secret is like having a support system I think- and someone like cheering you on? Like do you feel like that's what people need? So uh, I definitely share a lot of like bikini photos and like just body positive photos on Instagram and on my blog because I think that's so important. Like I know for me... I grew up, okay, like addicted to the Victoria's Secret fashion show and to like magazines and I'm so involved in fashion. So I love, I love models. They're so beautiful. So when I would see a really skinny model, like in growing up in a Greek family, like weight and being thin is like very important. Um, But as soon as I started like being more aware on social media and started following people who looked more like me, I'm like, wait a minute, they're beautiful. Like they're owning their curves, like they're owning their confidence. I can do that too. Like, why am I so scared? When did that happen for you? Like, when was that? Honestly, my whole like body positive journey and everything started when I was getting married 
because I was like fat shamed like no other mm. trying to find a wedding dress. It was impossible to find a wedding dress as... I remember the drama around your wedding dress, yeah. but I didn't know that you were being wow. fat shamed. Well, I mean, like, when they wouldn't it? think of it as fat shaming. Um, I got married in 2017. Okay, so that's not even that long ago. Like Mm-mm. two years ago, you started this whole body positive Yeah, I guess maybe a little them. bit before that because that's okay. when I started curve modeling. But when I like really started talking about it was after my wedding because I would go to try and find a dress and there was barely anything as for a size 14 as a sample size, like mm-hmm. nothing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So when you're like wanting to feel beautiful, but you can't fit into anything, it's a terrible feeling. That was like when we tried on your bachelorette exactly. dresses, Ashley, the, all the, they're like, oh, well, we just have sample sizes. Like, just like, imagine. Like, why is imagine. every sample size a two? Isn't like, that awful? How? I only had one bridesmaid that was able to fit in them. And it was like... What? It's okay. Lizzie you know? has a boy shape. So like we can tell, say that Lizzie, you know, feminist rants, Lizzie has more of like a a pencil shape that will be able to fit into that. But like the curves, like the boobies and the butts were not fitting into these. Okay. Yeah. So you guys have felt it too. Yeah. yeah. But but I'm so interested. Please walk me through your whole wedding dress journey. Oh my gosh. I don't know how much of it you actually want to know. I All think we know. Good, we want to know a good amount. Okay. So pretty much it took me forever to find a dress, like months and months. And like, it was- I remember it was like a, two months before your wedding and you were like, I don't know if I can <gasps> wear that. Okay. Wow. So- couldn't find a dress. Finally, I found a dress that fit me, and I felt like freaking Marilyn Monroe. Wait, walk- I was like, holy shit, I'm going to look so hot. Can you walk us through the not finding first, though, before you found it? Yes. I went to probably like 10 different bridal boutiques, um, and I would say at every boutique, maybe there was like one or two dresses in my size. But they could order it in your size, They could right? order it in your size, but it's so hard to, like, yeah. imagine yourself. Yeah. Like, you just went through this. Like, you're probably able to try on so many dresses. You can, like, look and feel beautiful in it. If you can't even, like, try on something that fits you mm-hmm. for a day it's that's, like, bear- so worked up. People are like, yeah. oh, my gosh, you're just going to know when you know. And, like, you're going to cry from emotions. I'm like, I'm crying, but it's not because I'm yeah. happy here, you know? Yeah, and it's miserable because... It's a whole thing, you know? It's like you want to bring your friends and family, yeah. and if they don't have... They have one dress in your size. Totally. And it's, and nice it's like embarrassing. Like, they should always have like a 14 in like a sample size. Totally. Like just two of the same dress. This is and terrible. And on top of the bridal sizes run so much smaller. Yeah. So like my wedding dress was like a 16 or an 18. Mm-hmm. That... So anyways, it's just such a defeating feeling. Girls out there, when you go wedding dress shopping, just know that they're not true to size. Like they have a whole different size system. Yeah, absolutely. And call ahead and make sure that they have samples for you to try on because otherwise don't waste your time and give them your money. There's mm-hmm. other places so that you'll find So you would go something. in and they'd have like one dress. One or two dresses. So finally I went to this place in Beverly Hills. I This woman was like, I think you should try on this dress. It's like was not the type of dress I was looking for at all. But I tried it on and I was like, oh my gosh, I feel amazing. I loved it. It just like hugged my curves. I wanted something that was like a little bit more A-line ballroom. And I ended up going for a trumpet style. And I just loved it so much. Fast forward a couple months later, my dress came in and it was six inches too short. Damn. Oh my god! And I was like, which is devastating. Also, I'm 5'10", by the way. And I was wearing, planning on wearing like four inch heels. So like height was just a big thing. So they were like, okay, we have to get you a new dress. I was like, okay. So they were supposed to get me a new what dress. What month is this? Did they not measure your height or something? I actually paid for extra length too. And the sample was perfect. I think they ordered petite instead of extra oh. long. Oh I think they God. messed up. Yeah. You have one job. Yeah. <laughs> so this was July and my wedding was the beginning of September. Oh, wow. 
So they had to make me a new dress. So they were supposed to come. They're like, oh, it'll come August 27th. And I was like, no <gasps> way. And I threw such a big stink because I was like, first of all, I'm getting married in New Jersey. This was in LA. I was like, this is not going to work. Anyways, they ended up getting it August 5th. So I was like, okay, a month before the wedding, that's enough time for alterations. So they never ended up getting me a new dress. What they tried to do is fix the original dress. Uh-uh. By adding extra material at the bottom? No, they couldn't do that because of the shape of the dress. So they added extra material in the waist, uh-uh. which is doesn't even make sense because now my waist, which is my smallest part, was supposed to Shit, move down. fit my hips and my butt. It was supposed to it hug your really, curves. It, yeah. And it, my curves didn't Show even fit in there. But there was now, now they're ruining the hourglass. I'm nervous now. Yes. So it was absolutely terrible. So I went in to try this dress and I was like, oh my gosh, like the reason I love this dress is because it hugged my curves so perfectly. made me feel so beautiful and feminine. And now I can't even fit into it. And now it's like, what, a month before the wedding or three weeks before the wedding. So they were like, okay, give us a week, come back on Saturday and we will fix this dress for you. We'll tailor it for you. It'll be fine. And I was like, how are you going to tailor it? Like they would have to add fabric. She's like, don't worry. We'll add these panels on. It'll be fine. Mm. I remember calling my mom leaving there because I went by myself. And my mom was like screaming at me. She's like, Christina, like how are they going to tailor this? This doesn't even make sense. But I was like, don't worry. I know the magic of tailoring. It'll be fine. Aww. So, You're I, so positive. I was super positive about the whole thing. I would have lit thing. the place on oh. fire and drove <laughs> I away. Can't. I can't walk away with a terrible I'm going to see people how buying some logs. Acted. Wait, would you have been situation. so crazy? Yeah. Oh. That would have been so oh. funny. Oh. I would have flew oh. to corporate. Oh, yeah. I got yeah. 20 free wedding dresses for my next wedding. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, honestly, at that point, I feel like there was nothing I could do but be positive because it's not like I could even like go find another sample dress. Like nothing yeah. fit me. So I was like just fingers crossed all the way. I have a lot of you guys that come see me um, at school and I do your hair. And I ask like, what are your favorite ads that we do and what products you actually have bought? And my number one response yeah. that people are happy with are Rothy's. Same. Everybody who like, if they walk in at iHeart and they hear me doing a Rothy's yes. ad, they'll be like, oh, I have Roth- Rothy's. They're the best. Like yeah. seriously, everybody's obsessed with them. I mean, it's kind of hard to say... Like, oh, I'm not sure about this item when Meghan Markle wears them. That's true. You got royal backing. <laughs> you got like royal backing and she could wear any flat. And she knows that these are the most comfortable flats. They don't cut up the back of your foot. It's truly one of a kind in that way as far as like the flats that I've known in my mm-hmm. life. They are made out of recycled water bottles. So you can feel good about drinking a couple of water bottles because they're just going to be thrown into your next pair of Rothy's. Uh, this goes off of what our, our fans and friends have been saying. There are over a thousand nearly perfect reviews of Rothy's on their Damn, site. See? Yeah. People know people what love them. People, people Remember when good. Lizzie came over and she was like, can I have these? Yeah. Or like, can I borrow them? <laughs> That's her impersonation of Lizzie when she asked for something. <laughs> Only when she asked for something. No, she could. She borrowed them, but she thankfully gave them back. Rothy's come in a wide range of colors and patterns, and they're available in four different silhouettes, plus they're constantly launching new styles, so you're guaranteed to find a pair or three that you love. They launch new colors and patterns every few weeks, and they sell out constantly. I'm, like, really into a statement shoe, because that one you could basically wear, like, all one color or like you know black and then pop at the foot yeah or like for me i had like those pale i wore it to the jonas um premiere i had like blue on blue blue pants blue shoes so i like the way that with rothy's you can kind of like have fun with your shoes and still be comfortable Rothy's has diverted over 25 million water bottles from landfills to make stylish comfortable shoes okay 25 Period. million Mic drop. 
water bottles from landfills have to been make used shoes. To cheer- How cool is that? It's also good just to have a pair that you can, a pair of shoes that you can wear with like a dress, jeans, or like to wear to the yoga studio if you know you're going to take off your shoes really quickly. They're just so comfortable to slide on and off. BuzzFeed has actually called them their forever shoes. So you can check out all these amazing styles and get your own Rothy's right now at rothys.com slash get it. That is R-O- T-H-Y-S dot com slash get it. So go to Rothy's dot com slash get it to get your new favorite flats, comfortable, stylish, sustainable. These are what you've been waiting for for basically ever. So head to Rothy's dot com slash get it today. So anyways, I get there that Saturday and I go in there and I try the dress and I just like immediately start hysterically crying oh. because they butchered it so badly. Instead of adding on ivory panels they added on white panels so now my dress was two-toned like actual two-toned I was like am I hallucinating like and then I came out my friend was like your dress is two different colors so my dress was two different colors and they completely butchered the alterations it looked disgusting how how much was this dress um it was probably like a three thousand dollar dress so anyways did you have to pay for these alterations no. Okay. So the manager of the salon came in and was like, as soon as she saw it, her jaw dropped and was like, oh my gosh, we need to find you a new dress. Okay. So they brought like a in completely new a dress. Com- like literally, there was no <gasps> saving it at that point. So this was like three weeks before the wedding. No, maybe a little bit less, like two and a half weeks before the this wedding. This is insane because you guys, you're supposed to get it within a year to six months yeah. before the wedding. Like it that's was, when you're supposed to order it. It was so crazy. And so then they started bringing in all these dresses. But remember, like I can't fit into dresses. So there was five options. Uh-uh. Five options for me to try on. And like we had- Why like, didn't you go to another salon? Well, first of all, like I only had two and a half weeks. In between this, I tried t- finding some other dresses, but I can't fit into mm-hmm. dresses. I am so angry right now because I'm so single. I'm not even thinking of like weddings at all. But like, this why is, is the wedding industry like that? It's, Everyone yeah. gets that married. That is pretty yeah. bizarre. That's crazy. Everyone gets married. Yes. It's not just for This is why on all those shows, everyone's wearing the grossest fucking dress. Yeah. We know why? Because they're not making the pretty ones in the sizes yeah. we need. Exactly. I just figured it out. Yeah. Exactly. That makes wow. Sense. It's not everyone's fault. It's, it's the wedding industry. It's the wedding industry's taste. fault. It's the wedding yes. industry. Yeah. That just makes it so much better. Yeah. It was bad. Anyways, make a long story short, I happened to be there that day. I was trying to make this one dress work that was like remotely similar to my dress. And all of a sudden this woman came in and she's like, stop, that dress does not look good on you. It's way too white. There's not enough boning in the chest. It doesn't support you. Stop trying to make it work. I'll make you a dress. (gasps) And I was like, who are you? Did she walk out of a pumpkin carriage? Guys. Were the mice at her feet? Yeah, it was insane. She's like, (laughs) I'm like, who are you? All of a sudden, I'm not even kidding you, without me even saying anything, she started like pinning this like elaborate bow on the back of my dress. She was like, my dresses have bows, so I just want you to see what it could look like. And I was like, who are you? And she's like, my name is Sarah Nori. I'm a wedding dress designer from New Jersey. I'm in here for 24 hours. No way. She happened to be in LA for 24 hours doing a trunk show. She's like, I heard about your situation. I love how you're handling yourself. I want to make you a dress and make it right. And she made me a custom dress. The craziest part is... Is my wedding was in New Jersey, so I did got yeah. to go home, try it on in her salon, do all the fittings there with my mom, and she had a photo shoot in my wedding venue, so she knew like everything about my venue. It was like, wow, like a crazy fairy tale ending. And did and you then, love the dress? I loved it. This is like the power of positivity. This is and why I should true. be more yeah. Positive. I honestly, yeah. I really do it. think like I got so lucky because I wasn't 
It's so crazy. If you're a bridezilla in that salon, because she'd I, say, fuck off. Yeah, yeah. she'd be like, I'm not helping this yeah. girl. Yeah. 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 Oh my God, I'm going to cry. So did she charge you? No. No. Oh so my God. All I paid was, I paid for the deposit on the first dress, but then the bridal salon covered everything else. Okay. They okay. And actually, this was like a way more expensive dress. I think my dress ended up being like 8000 with like because yeah. they made a custom veil for what me. What was the they name did of the, the bridal salon? Oh, Panache, Beverly Hills. <laughs> Never <laughs> buy a dress. But they from ended them. up paying off the other dress. I paid for the deposit. Oh, okay. Yeah. And then nothing else. Yeah. Nothing else. Okay. Wow, everyone. But, yeah. but you ended up finding Sorry, this guys. That girl was like a long story about that. my wedding dress. No, I was fully yeah. enthralled. It's yeah. great because it's relatable. And I feel like that's so sad that on like your biggest day, it's just one example of why it's difficult to just be a curvier or bigger person in America. Yes. And the reason that it empowered me so much is because I was like, when I was trying on dresses and not fitting, people were like, well, how much weight are you planning to lose for your wedding? Because everyone just assumes that you want to lose weight for your wedding. (gasps) And that's fine. Like a lot of people do. And I think that's great. You want to look your best. But I wasn't like necessarily planning on dropping 20 pounds for my wedding. So I'm like, okay, I feel good. I'm looking in the mirror. I feel good. And everyone is telling me, to I need to lose weight. I'm like, F off. And after that, I was just like so empowered by it. I'm like, screw this. Like all that matters is how I feel about myself and everyone else can just like kiss my butt. And you're like so healthy. Like you work out every day. I want to get to that. But before I do want to say, without calling anyone up on name, that I've gotten multiple people being like, how's your wedding diet going? Oh, really? Yeah. And I'm just like, I mean, yeah, I would like to lose maybe like seven pounds before August. But like, I also would really have no problem if I looked the way I do today there. Like, I, I think it's a weird question to do ask. Do people, do you think it's because you talk about wanting to lose weight for the wedding? Or no, no, people are just saying it like willy nilly all the time. Isn't that ridiculous? Yeah, yeah, yeah I think it's pretty crazy because I do feel terrible. Like, I, I know what I feel like I'm. I have a, a weight that I feel good at, and then I have a weight that I think like I probably am the best at TV for and all that. But I also, like, never, I never have body image issues. It's, like, one thing that I almost, like, can't relate to because I've always just felt pretty good about myself, whether I was, like, 120 or what my normal weight is. 120 was my lowest. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just I, I would never look at myself right now and be like, oh, I hate Yeah. But did way. anyone growing up ever make fun of you for your weight or did you ever feel left out because of your weight? Because I feel like that's where it starts when you're little, right? Where I... Did you- I told you guys, it wasn't really until I met you and like the mm-hmm. Kardashians were a thing. Yeah. In Florida, everyone... You're on the beach all the time. I live yeah. 10 minutes from the beach. Mm-hmm. And I would just... Like literally a girl told me that I had a weird shaped body. That and is funny. That's so And mean. since so that crazy. day... And it was, you know, because like I get... You guys know I get so bloated. So it's like... And I have a butt. So like my stomach was coming out and my butt's coming out like at the same place. So I feel like that's where it stems from for most people. No, I mean, have totally. an experience when they're little or like eight, even kindergarten where they're like, why are you eating that much? And then it's like that one thing you never forget. Yeah, I only brought totally. that up on like how I've always been like pretty confident in like whatever my weight is because I watch Lauren and like our other best friends complain about like the crazy. I'm like. Are you really thinking like they're like I'm fat, I'm fat, I'm fat. I'm like, are you effing kidding me? Like you know you're crazy, right? Like you know you're crazy, but like they actually believe it. So I'm just trying to figure <laughs> out how they who never like had a kid say anything mm-hmm. to them get so warped. Well, maybe so did someone learn? Yeah, like why do you feel I like think that? it's just Where do you think it came from? Um looking you. in the mirror and comparing to what I used to be 
probably like as you're a 16 year old you know what 16 you, you're growing up and i kind of think mentally i kind of body was stuck killer. at 16 or something because i was like yeah. my height but also i'm 28 gonna be 29 soon obviously my body is not gonna be what it was in 16 and that's kind of what you have to be like okay i look good for being 29 and never ever working out you know like <laughs> this is what i'm gonna get so you got to be kind of comfortable with whatever that is and if i worked out i'm sure i'd feel better about myself but we haven't we haven't done when do you <laughs> feel like it started for you um hmm. Hmm. i don't know when it started for you i ate a lot in college and i didn't yeah, realize i was, I was eating college. a lot and then i got out of college and i was like oh shit i got a little bit fat and then obviously breakups make me go, be really thin and then being happy makes me heavier and so it kind of just fluctuates yeah yeah our best friend's best friend <laughs> is one of the engineers at this next company, and they have really cool things coming out for your teeth. But we can't reveal those secrets, but we can tell you about our favorite item of theirs now is... Is Quip, the toothbrush. The, the toothbrush. The toothbrush. Yeah. Um, it's perfect for like kind of your... It's perfect for your all-around toothbrush, but we use it as a travel toothbrush because it's very small, compact, and it comes with a sanitary cover that you can just throw in your bag and throw about the bristles touching like the inside of your to-go bag, which yeah. is kind of and gross I to also, think about. Yeah, I also love sticking it to the mirror of a hotel. Yeah, you stick it to the mirror a- hotel or on your mirror at home it keeps everything really sanitary and clean and they also have sense sensitive sonic vibration so you don't like mess up your gums while you're going hard with the electric toothbrush some electric toothbrush I mean, can really mess up your gums jared definitely was messing up his gums before he actually got his quip because um, he was like you oh, know yeah. really bad with the manual brush but the quip allows you to just kind of glide it over and they also have this two minute time pulser so it tells you when to switch sides so you get an all over even clean in your mouth it works on at a stand mounts your mirrors and slides over your bristles to pack and protect your clip while you go and it declutters your sink or cabinet and makes traveling with an electric toothbrush easier and i also love the fact that the the brush heads are automatically delivered on a dentist recommended schedule of three months and it's just an additional five dollars so it's a friendly reminder when it's time to refresh those bristles so you can stay committed to your oral health. Um, 75% of people actually brush their teeth with ineffective old used bristles. And it really can be ineffective when it comes to getting clean. This is actually very interesting as I have learned recently that Quip is the first electric toothbrush accepted by the American Dental Association. So they are legit. And you guys, if you have kids out there, they have a new brush for kids. It's like the original version, but it's like tweaked down, uh, sized down for the tiny mouths. <laughs> and they have watermelon anti-cavity toothpaste. Oh, very cute. They're very cute. So we love Quip because it's great on the go and it debulks your sink, your clutter, and you also don't have like a huge charger that you have to plug into the wall. Yeah. So that's why we love Quip and why over 1 million happy, healthy mouths do too. Quip starts at just $25. And if you go to getquip.com slash get it right now, you can get your first refill pack for free. And that's your first refill pack for free at getquip.com slash get it, G-E-T-I-T. Oh, and let's just, say i I know we've been doing ads for quip for quite some time now so i actually want to hear from you guys who have bought a quip toothbrush and your feelings on it on our facebook page so please let us know how you think about quip Um, but i do want to talk about how christina and naz i mean you guys work out like crazy 
You guys are both good workouts. I don't. I don't know, like crazy. It's like well, three it's times a week. Still, you work out consistently. Three times a week is really all you need. Um, Christina's husband is a trainer, mm-hmm. and you work out how many times a week? Um, probably like five days a week. And you probably eat pretty well too. I do eat well. That's yeah. why I'm like, uh, I don't know what's happening. I work but- out. <laughs> I work out because I don't eat well. No, I eat well. I mean, yeah, I, everyone's body is just different. You know what I mean? Because, like, yeah. you work out all the time, too. I just, I, I was never skinny. I went, looked at my high school prom dress and it was a size 14. Mm-hmm. I was just, like, never skinny. Like, growing mm-hmm. up, like, I remember my sister was, like, the skinnier one. I used to be like, well, I'm the smarter one. Like, when we get in <laughs> fights, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Which, it's not true. She's very smart, too. But you talked about Greek families being, like, oddly concerned about weight which is interesting because when i think about greek families and like the mediterranean i think about like spanish italy like just like celebrating like that womanly figure yeah i don't think it's they like don't celebrate greek american it. women though at least like because i know every single greek girl i know i know at some point their yeah yeah like their grandmother or their mom or someone was like you need to lose weight they're very blunt yeah. about it Same super with my blunt. family and my family's like and what's your ethnicity dominican okay. and it's crazy because we're not born that way but yes. my mom i will never You're forget not bored to be super skinny I for mean, the like, most part for I'm, the most I'm part totally but my mom and her sisters were so thin growing up and my mom i remember her saying like i was 120 at your age um when i was like 135 or something right and, and like those little and things every stick time with i you. go home like i'm about to i'm about to go on a cruise with my family to cuba i already know my mom's gonna say and my mom has gained weight mm-hmm. yes <laughs> but it doesn't matter what she is it matters that I am because I'm single. I think that's also a part of it, maybe. Mm, that's so interesting. And, she's, and she doesn't say it. I mean, it is mean in general, probably to the outside world. But for me, it's just like my mom being like, yo, you could look better than this. She thinks she's Ring helping it in. you. Yeah, she thinks she's hot, but it doesn't. I think it's just like a culture thing. Is it? Did, was that? Was your mom ever like that? My or? mom will talk behind our backs to each other about what we look like. Like her and oh, Aunt okay. Debbie? Or? Her and Aunt Debbie no, will talk. No, mom won't ever talk to Aunt Debbie about no, but she'll be like, tell Ashley you know, oh, the wedding's like, coming like up. Oh, like to you. And uh, then I'm Ashley, sure yeah, my mom will tell Ashley, oh, Lauren's arms are looking a little big these days. And then... Mom will never talk about your arms, Lauren. Okay, she well... She always wants you to eat more. <laughs> I don't know why. Um, yeah, so she'll talk behind our backs. And then our dad will tell us to just work out for like our hearts and stuff. But I know it's kind of coming from also look better. It's interesting oh, yeah. you guys bring yeah. up your dad because my dad's a little in it too. Like my dad will always be like, my, I don't know if I should even say that. <laughs> yeah, I was like, should I say Like, I feel like I remember in my early 20s, my dad making a remark about like my thighs. Like it's my fat goes to my thighs. Yeah. And I was like, that's so crazy. Like, we should just be celebrating what everyone is because everyone's beautiful and whatever weight you are. Well, as long as you're healthy. And we shouldn't assume everyone wants to be a size two. It's so funny because my parents will say something like that too. I, like, actually yelled at them once, so, like, they won't say anything now. But I cannot believe I'm going to say this. But my mom doesn't even know I know this. But when I was just home in, like, New York a couple weeks ago, my mom legit pulled my husband... She was like, well, Christina has gained weight. You need to do something about it. <gasps> I know. Really? Steve told me I can never tell anyone, so you guys can't tell anyone. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> um, how many people listen to this, by the way? <laughs> no one. No one listens. Okay. Don't worry. Um, and so it's so interesting, though, because she would never say anything to me because she knows I'm happy and, like, that's what's most important. But that's her way of, like, looking out and making sure that I'm okay. 
Uh, but, but it's like kind of messed up. I want to know. Like, I just think why? it's a generational thing. So too. Steve told you that she said this. Yeah. First off, let's just clarify one thing here. She's like super healthy. She like works out all the time and she eats really well. If she were like shoving her face with McDonald's every day and like completely eating poorly and not working out, that's one thing to encur- have your parents encourage you to have a healthier lifestyle. Mm, yes. mm-hmm. But if it's just like a weight thing and it's just aesthetics, then that's a totally different thing. My dad always is like, if he talks about my weight, if like say I am like on like my heavier side, he will be like, he'll refer to it as like a career thing and like for TV, I need to be look a certain right. way. That's interesting. You know what's I really feel like we should start correcting our parents and yeah, we should get older. But it's good because I feel like we won't really be this way with our oh. kids. It's so interesting because a lot of the messages I get on Instagram are from women that a lot of them are older and they're like, thank you so much for sharing this because I feel like when I was growing up, I didn't have someone, like I was always like bullied even from my family about my weight. And like, these are women that are like 50 years old, 60 years old. And so it's so, so interesting. Yeah. But the conversation needs to change, but I do think like what you said, Ashley, like health is so important. Mm -hmm. I just want to know, and I could Google this easily, but like when... It started because we've all heard that like in the caveman days, right? I don't know if this is a myth, but like the curvier woman was like the attractive one. And like that's what guys wanted to be with because she had more meat on that her bones. That was like bones. renaissance so, like, times. Yeah. yeah. So and how, then she was wealthier too. Yes. Yeah. So I really want to know how we went from there to like the supermodel phase, hmm. you know? I think it happened like, in like the 20th century. Yeah. I really do. With like corsets and like stuff. Like the 40s. And- I feel like, but if you the think 20s, about like Marilyn say. Monroe, though, too, she, yeah. she was like curvier she was or something. Super curvy. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and she was the the sex symbol yeah. of that time. So when did maybe the seventies? To be honest, I, I think like it could like have 70s, been the seventies. Yeah. yeah. Damn, what happened? I don't know, but 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 if you ask guys, they'll still say they would prefer the girl to be like ten pounds overweight than ten pounds underweight. I feel like Oh, one hundred percent. Yeah. Hmm. I think so. I think that girls have warped their own senses. Yeah. Because I think fashion, I think clothes can look like really cool. Like that's the thing. Like clothes look cool on a really skinny gaunt girl sometimes. Or that's what we're made to believe and that's through what, like runways. Yeah. and the, Yeah. Totally. It all starts from the fashion industry. If we're talking about reproductive things and like how like the body was designed, like how guys were designed to be attracted to a woman fertility the curves like the wide hips are something that they like fundamentally like in their core like yeah. desire are attracted to yeah yeah it's so interesting because i think a lot of the times though too um there's just now there are but there have not been clothing options for women who are over a certain size like they've been terrible where you either look like a grandmother or there's just like corporate things or there's just like moo-moos so it's been so hard for women because if you're a little bit larger and even if you are confident, you can't even like show it off because you're always told you have to hide your body. And yeah. it's definitely like something that the fashion industry has created. Yeah. Uh, it just, which it's just like such a bad business move, especially since like so many more women would buy clothes if they had something yeah, like to fit them. 68% more people are going to buy your shit it's if you have bigger sizes. I, it's like Victoria's Secret when I used to work there. It's Ooh, like we I didn't offer anything Secret. above the double D, which is crazy. And that's why all these bra companies are now coming out yeah. with like more inclusive sizes. But I also feel like it's a lot of movies too. Like I feel like growing up in pop culture, I was just used to seeing the big or girl or guy get made fun of or they were always the stereotypical They're like the side character class like clown the, um, or yeah the best friend that kind of wouldn't find love and so 
it there has been this resurgence of like no let's make them the lead characters and they're people too like it's crazy it's How, so interesting what are your thoughts on the kardashians since they technically brought curves back but they they have physically and <laughs> mentally bought curves. Yeah, yeah. buying it or having it. Yeah. What do you think? I, well, they have them. Okay, we all know they have them by nature. Chloe they was definitely them bigger to a in, comical degree. Yeah, yes. yeah. Um, what do I think about them? I mean, I'm like so impressed by them. Like, I think they're incredible businesswomen. I think they're beautiful. Um, they definitely made curvy popular. Like for yeah. sure. Like girls want butts now because of that. Um, which is great, which is, I think why they get so much flack from other communities, yeah. you know, whether it's African-American right, or Latin do. communities, because all these people kind of came out and are saying, well, we've always looked this way, but now it's just right. cool because the Kardashians had the money to make it. I think right. it's like well, that's not so, their fault. It's right. like a society's fault for like, yeah, it is. It is a complex situation yeah. though. Cause it, why, you know, why all of a sudden it's uh, so funny. I was just on this trip with, um, Kim Kardashian's personal trainer and she was telling me how she got so much flack and like she was like all over the press for the Met Gala for the Met Gala for the Met Gala why well because um because the dress she wore remember she had like everyone was like did she get a rib taken yeah oh but I guess what happened was like her trainer was like telling me she's like no you don't understand Kim is like works so hard she's in the gym every single morning and this and that and then I guess she said that on her stories and then people were like yeah but like that is not natural like that's not real so even if she works so hard like it's it's still fake do you know what I mean um and to a certain I don't know what's going on in her body but like to a certain degree it is so I mean, I, yeah. In those cases, though, I, I like to flip the conversation and put the responsibility on yourself. If you have a sound mind and brain, you know, you can read, like, you, sh- you should be choosing who your body idol is or whatever. Right. And of course, Kim grew up, you know, being famous. So, like, there's a little element of that where, like, she's going to want people are, there's a Excess. camera on her all the time. Yeah. Of course, it's going to go to your head and, like, make you want to look perfect in mm-hmm. your head you know it's environmental in her case or circumstantial right and i i don't think she like tries to like pretend that she's not doing anything i mean she used to but i mean there's clear proof like if you clear just look proof. at they photos just can't do it anymore yeah. they just can't say it's real anymore yeah so and i just think that they want to be extra like they're like right. oh we're known for this like let's really emphasize it mm-hmm. um okay but victoria's secret this year victoria's secret has like their fashion show for the past two years has dropped so significantly like 50 percent of viewership and then, like, I know there's a lot of clothes around the close cl- uh, stores around the country that are closing. Mm-hmm. And I truly think it's because, like, back when the Victoria's Secret fashion show got popular, I'd say in the mid 2000s, mm-hmm. when we were like all like, late high school. <laughs> I remember. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, late high school, I was like, these, gu- these girls look fit, healthy, like they eat. I idolized them because the Victoria's Secret model was different than a regular runway model because they were curvy. They looked so like true. they ate. Right. Yes. And Adriana Lee. Yeah, yeah, they looked yeah. strong. She had like boobs. Yeah, they were bouncing everywhere. Yeah. They looked good. Yeah. And now, every time the catalog came in the mail, I would like stare at yes. Alessandra yes. 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 face, and I'm like, so wow. beautiful. Yeah, I literally look at her like she was a Grand Canyon. Yeah. <laughs> I was I like, wow. I thought that was the most perfect specimen in the entire. <laughs> I could not believe how pretty she was. I had green contacts and everything because of her. <laughs> um, but I just am so I feel strongly that over the past couple of years, they've put runway models in their fashion show. 
and the clothes aren't as appealing. And now we don't think it's like as oogling. I don't think that's the issue with it. Really? I think the issue is that inclusivity. Inclusivity yeah. is that they refuse mm-hmm. to, to put, put yeah yeah and it's more like, diverse models, and they refuse to put curvy models. Like what's his name? Ed Watsik. I I might have. It's definitely Ed something, but he. Um, is like the creative director or whatever of Victoria's Secret. He has said, he's like, people don't want to see curvy women. People do not want so to ridiculous. see... He's like literally said that with no shame. And so that's why I feel like people aren't wanting to support it because they're not even like willing to entertain a curvier woman as a beautiful woman or as someone who should be idolized as well too. And I think that's more of an issue. Yeah. And well, they mm. At least for me. Shows. No, that makes sense. You yeah. guys know they pulled the shows for now, right? Oh, but no, they're no, not no, doing no, one yeah, this like year. It's not happening this year, and they're supposedly gonna repurpose it. You know, maybe it'll be on a get streaming rid of this service like Netflix mm-hmm. or yeah. something. They need to. I just read an article that said about Victoria's Secret that said pretty much like the only way that they'll survive is if they decide to become inclusive. Absolutely. Isn't it crazy that they wouldn't even want like Ashley Graham walking that runway? It's crazy. You would think that she was like the hottest one of all Can someone fire the creative director? Yeah. It makes so much sense. I I don't know if he's definitely the creative director. Okay, whatever. (laughs) But but whatever, Ed. It's probably the owner or like whatever. Right, because you can't fire the owner because obviously someone would have by now. Yeah, Yeah. so crazy. Um, it was interesting when I was working live events for E this award season. Like BB Rexa is a size six, which and is she my size. Things, yeah. And there were a lot of designers who like refused to dress her for the Grammy. She was nominated for Best New Artist. And I, to me, that was like a moment where I was refused like, wow. Refused to dress her. Mm-hmm. I was like, That's wow. Nuts. I'm a size six. So like this is like, it like hit, hit home. home. And I was like, even if I had this incredible voice and was nominated for best new artist at the Grammys. There's still people that wouldn't want to dress you because you're not. Isn't that terrible? That's so, that was so insane to me. And then luckily Jeremy Scott from like Moschino stepped up and was mm. like, and a bunch yeah. of designers did actually, yeah. I don't know who the original was, but I'm happy she called them out. I feel like it's just a part of a conversation, right? And yeah, you're think, obviously a part of it. Yeah. I mean, I talk about it on Instagram and on my blog all the time because I think it's so important. I don't think that people realize, like, let's say, like, even for you guys, you're thinner, right? You don't, you're not my size. Like, you don't realize that, like, we can't go shopping together necessarily. Yeah. And then, like, that sucks. Like, if you want to go shopping with your friends and you can't even shop at the same store. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that people, the only way pe- it will change is if people talk about it. And I think before I used to be, like, a little nervous to talk about it because, like, it's embarrassing to say you can't fit into clothes. Um, but I was, before I started modeling and doing the blogging thing, I was styling for so long. And I know the struggles that women face in the dressing room of all different sizes. So it's like, this is ridiculous to not, to go into a store and not even be able to find your size is just such a terrible feeling. And if other people are feeling like this, then we should at least all be in it together and support each other. Yeah. So do you think that like stores should just offer sizes from like double zero, whatever? Like you're also on the flip side, you have the people who are very skin or skin. Skinny. Very naturally skinny. Very naturally too, skinny, and, like, and they are shamed for the same yeah, and thing on the other okay end. Either. Yeah. yeah. So I there mean, should be just a wide range of sizes. They're shaming on both sides. It's yeah. crazy. If you're just body shaming someone at this point, like what is wrong with I you? I know. Lauren, did you know Topshop's closing? I did know Topshop. I did not. I can't believe this. Yeah. I'm so Wait, where? Like in general? In general. Well, at the Grove? <laughs> Wait, why? Yeah, I was planning on going there tonight. It's the best at the Grove. It's the best store at the Grove. It's closing at the Grove? I think Zara's better, but I don't like 
like they're as very much, even, but they are very similar. Topshop only has eleven stores in the United States, yeah. so they're closing oh, really? all of them, and they're more they're a UK brand. Yeah, so yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if like you go to London and there's you still can't Topshop. also order Topshop online. You don't know how it fits. It's a little yeah. off. Yeah. It's gonna be but like revolve. Yes. Yeah, I think brick and mortar. There's a whole. I mean, we can have another I podcast. Don't know. On this I one think day. that yeah. brick and mortar is a thing that I want for the rest of my life. Same. Same. And there's a whole retail apocalypse now where just like you said, Victoria's Secret, Topshop, Gap is closing a lot of their stores. Mm. So I haven't it's seen crazy. a Gap in a long time. Yeah, but if you look at like... Some, they grow. Yeah, there, there is. There is? Yeah. I just walk by. It's like air. Yeah. <laughs> I in, actually love the corner. Gap. I like getting corner. sandals at the Gap. Okay. Yeah. I, think, I, I do want to take this conversation in a different direction. Yeah. Aside from, for example, your wedding dress story, that's something I wouldn't have thought of just because like I'm single. Are there other instances maybe outside of fashion where you feel like people maybe don't realize that we can like educate ourselves and our listeners on like you know what i mean well i think that for one thing you shouldn't see someone who's like not skinny and assume they're not healthy right i think that's a huge thing um i definitely like promote working out and like eating a healthy lifestyle like living a healthy lifestyle i think that's so important um but i know like a lot of people like for instance like there's someone who i'm friends with tess she tess holiday she's created F your beauty standard. She is like a huge pioneer in like the body positive movement. She's done a lot for it. She, people literally shame her all the time. And they're like, you're advocating for obesity and this and that. And it's, I understand like people's point of view too, because you know, you want to be healthier, but you don't know what's going on in her world. You don't know mm-hmm. why she looks the way she is. You don't know why she weighs, how much she weighs or what she does on an everyday basis. So I think people just need to like not be so quick to judge and just not assume that people aren't doing their best to be healthy. Right. I think that's an important thing. Um, I think that something that people don't realize is that when you, you're overweight, you struggle finding jobs. Like Really? Yeah. Curvier women um, or overweight women are likely to get paid less and get hired less. Mm. which is crazy. Is Why? So crazy. Because there's an assumption that they're slower or Yeah, something? that they're lazy, slower. Mm-hmm. I never think so about that. Wow. Yeah. You have such a long way to go. It's yeah. like you think you're, you've like come such a long way. It's really haven't. crazy. I mean, obviously the entertainment industry has always discriminated against people who are a little bit overweight, um, but it's not just the entertainment industry. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. But so you, you never you ever felt like that? Sorry. <laughs> I mean... Weirdly for me, it's having cr- it's like worked out really well for me. Um, but I think it's because I'm confident. Like my whole blog and like the modeling is all honestly all because I'm a little bit curvier. So I guess I'm not like the average person struggling with that. But I think it's just because I've chosen to own it. And also like I would, I'm like, I've always been like a little bit bigger and I felt like large and in charge, but I use it to my advantage instead of like, using it as a disadvantage. You're, like, you're just seeing yourself as yourself instead of seeing it as a flaw. Right. Can I play a little bit of devil's advocate yeah, with absolutely. you? Yeah, absolutely. Do you think that your success has been because you have the curves in the right places? Like, because you do, like, come in in the center. You have a very womanly body. You don't hold it like an apple shape where it's in your stomach. I kind of do. You do think that you've had an advantage because of that? No, I kind of you have do in your stomach. hold really? it in my stomach. Really? Yeah. yeah, I actually feel like I'm not, like the idolized curvy figure. Like I, I have a little bit of an hourglass figure, but when I gain weight, it'll go more towards my stomach mm-hmm. as opposed to just like my legs and my butt. Mm-hmm. But I think that's something 
that definitely is like a really great point because a lot of times when you see a curvier figure, you see someone who has a super small waist mm-hmm. and like bigger legs and bigger yeah. butt. And that is not the reality. That's how I feel. And I, I do love Ashley Graham, but I feel like she has such a skinny face. She does have <laughs> oh, a skin. she has skinniest face. Like mm-hmm. she wouldn't be, would she be famous if she like held any of her weight in her face? I love her. Mm-hmm. I do. So I don't want anyone to think that I'm knocking her. I love everything she's doing. Right. But I'm just exactly what you're saying. But I'm you're saying you want a new someone, model too. I would love to see someone. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Right. Because it's like oh, bodies so come in all bigger, shapes and sizes. She's bigger according to these standards and she totally. has a good hourglass shape. You right. know? Mm-hmm. I but just I still think see she's like, doing good stuff. I want to see like size six, eight models like wearing bikinis and stuff. Yeah. That would I be feel really like nice I think there's some websites I was looking at this week looking at bikinis and I was like, oh yeah, that's like a not a two. That's like a six, eight. And that's making me feel like that's what I'm going to look like in that bathing suit. And that mm-hmm. makes me want to buy it more because I know that if I'm looking at like a size two, I'm going to be like, well, it's not going to look like that, so I'm not going to buy it, you know? 100%. Ari does a really good job at Aerie that. Does? Mm-hmm. So where do you buy your clothes since there's not all-inclusive? Do you have, like, specific stores that you like? Um, I shop at Aerie for swim a lot. Okay. Oh, I'm going to go on there. Then. Oh, my gosh. They're the best. Bathing they have, like, the craziest sales. Bathing suits are the sales. hardest to buy when you... I, that, that's also why I hate bathing suits because I cannot find one that like fits me right yeah we can go shopping the together are the worst yeah i me. i really like aries high-waisted bottoms i think those are really great um i love shopping at nordstrom because i shop there online and they had just have such good search filters okay so you can like search your sizes and i think that's great asos has awesome product although i got double asos delivery and only two things work today oh, so they're no. hit or miss um eloquy if you're a curvier woman like they have great plus size options 14 and above there's a lot of there's a what lot more good brands american? oh i like good american <laughs> yeah i'm chloe kardashian's like do you guys wear a good american i do that's True. like the only jeans i wear yeah they're, they're great. Soft. They're too expensive. They, they are expensive, are. but like I wear my jeans for like two years. Yeah. So they just they are they have a bigger butt and a smaller waist, and it's just everything I try on. If I if it's not that has that gigantic. Fashion Nova gap literally in the back. feels like good yeah, American. Fashion though. Nova is also very it, very stretchy. Literally, I couldn't wear jeans growing up. Could you? Yeah. Because it was like Levi's, which definitely didn't go past my thighs. You know, like they would fit my legs. And the low waist. Not the thigh part. Yeah. And then you'd have to squeeze into it. Yeah. I Actually, no, I used to like have jeans growing up. I like worked at Abercrombie and I remember <laughs> like wearing their jeans or like Rockin' Republic. Do you guys remember that yes. brand? Yeah. I wore those Rock jeans. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my like, gosh. I yeah. all the expensive <laughs> jeans of our high school years. Samora Lee Simmons or something. That was Camora. Mm-hmm. Um, Samora. Samora. Camora Lee Simmons. Is that Rock and Republic? Is, wasn't that I think Rock it was and something Republic? else. No, I don't think it was Rock no, and Republic. No, it was. What was she? I'm screaming inside. What Here, is it? Look it up. It, that's what I used to wear. Anyways, uh, you look it up, but you used to work at Abercrombie, and apparently they're all known for being not inclusive is that the correct yeah. term yeah but i think they're changing that now okay but when you well, worked there to. well when i worked there i was like 15 years old oh, it was my first job so your hips didn't come in quite yeah yet. so i was like a little bit skinnier oh, okay. but i was definitely a hundred percent the biggest person who worked at Abercrombie. it's so funny that f- they hired 15 year olds yeah <laughs> like baby so my, my brother yeah. baby was like that. the model outside oh, it's so funny it is so funny um, the- fat farm Baby fat. Baby fat, thank yeah. you. Because Fat Farm was yeah, her ex-husband, Russell, yeah. Russell Simmons. Yeah. 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 Um, what are some of the things, some of the comments that people have left? And like, how would you advise someone to like not take those to heart? 
You mean like comments, like negative comments towards like, me? Yeah, negative photos. comments. Actually, my community is so positive, but I just had this instance. I did um, a job with Anthropology, which was awesome. I, I love the brand. And they posted one of my photos. You love Anthropology? I love Anthropology. You have like $500 to drop on a peasant dress <laughs> with flowers on it? Okay, listen. That's not good. I don't understand Listen, that first of all, I wanted all. to say this with Good American. There's always sales. Good American, you can find it at Nordstrom Rack for like yeah. 50 bucks. Okay. Oh, no way. I got to go to Nordstrom yes, Rack. you should. Yeah, okay. but Anthropology, anthropology sales like $268. No, but Anthropology has like really good sales too. Like right nah. now they have 50% off, nah. like their favorites. I went in there when I say the sales. That's what I say. Yeah. I, I just want to go in there one day and not buy a keychain and I'll know I made it in life. Um, or like, like a, a knife. pink plate that they what sell. What about those yeah. candles that are like $50 yeah. and then they're gone with like three burns? Yep. I guess it is a little bit expensive, but either way, let's talk shit on the brand. Yeah. The brand. I mean, I want to buy from Anthropology. I just, you know, it's just, so cute. Listen, everything goes on sale. That's all I have to say. And they just launched A plus A, which is a plus size line. So they go up to a size 26 which i think is pretty awesome good job anthro but i just so they just posted a photo of me and there was a comment that said it was like from this older woman that said gosh i need to stop following you guys like you're only posting overweight women now (gasps) it was something like that no and i i was like oh and i didn't even see it right away and then by the time i saw it i was like oh my gosh and then there was like 12 people like attacking her, her. Yeah. That's so it was like totally fine yeah so those things yeah. don't really get to you no because it's i'm sorry if you are someone who's like fat shaming someone on the internet that says way more about you than it does about the person so you're even, talking like, about type it out could you yeah. imagine said, typing that out no i could i honestly could not imagine i can't imagine that. anything people yeah. say on the internet yeah so it doesn't it, that really doesn't bother me at all because obviously you're such a like you're a sad you're sad inside sad to be doing that to someone else Mm-hmm. But I think that if you're, if it's like happening to you in person or in school, or if you're like insecure in a relationship, I think you need to focus on what you love about yourself, not what you hate about yourself. So if you're like looking in the mirror, you're like, okay, like my stomach is like round. Stop focusing on that and focus on like your cheekbones or your legs or your hair, or like the cute outfit you have on and pay attention to the things you love about yourself because that will make you confident. You, it's not, your body's not going to change looking in the mirror telling mm-hmm. you, saying bad things to yourself, you mm-hmm. know? That's true. So I think that's just the most important thing. Like I, I love my body and I love who I am, but I wouldn't say like I love every single thing about my body mm-hmm. and that's okay too. Um, but I choose to focus on the parts that I love instead of the parts that I don't love. Okay, let's wrap it up with one other conversation about like getting intimate. Oh yeah. Um, yeah so like men good. and like how you feel naked and like if you even before you're with Steve or when you're first getting with Steve and like starting to feel comfortable like feeling sexy in a sexy moment. I love this conversation because <laughs> I hate my stomach when I'm laying in bed. Yeah. Sorry, that was so loud. <laughs> no. I think this is something that all women struggle with. Yeah. Every time I like take my shower, I'm like, sorry, I'm so bloated. Oh, I'm my like, God. You, you say that? You should never say that. Even when I'm not bloated. Wait, yeah. you, say, you give a disclaimer oh for your God, body? Guys, it's so bad. I hate my... That's I, so bad for multiple reasons. The lights cannot even remotely be on. I do the same thing with my body hair. I'm like, sorry, I'm so hairy. <laughs> yeah, see, the only thing I would be self-conscious about in that moment 
it would be my body hair. Well, okay. That's so all you guys or like a, a stinky vag. Well, yeah, if I had your flat tummy, Ash, I would never be. Basically, so no guy is looking at your tummy and being like, oh, damn. But look tummy, at your t-shirt. I don't know. When you're like going up and down, it's like all tummy, I think. I think tummy's front and center, the lead actor in that movie. Yeah. I could understand those insecurities. Do you know what I'm saying? I, yes. It's a role. Like when a guy's on top of you, it's literally the role I look down at. Guys on top of you. Yeah, but I think that guys can be like, oh my gosh, I'm on top of this girl right now. Yeah, they, they're more concerned no, about duh, that. Duh. Do you know what I mean? Like, so, so answer Ashley's question because I really want to know. So, well, I mean, so how'd you get comfortable with it? I guess. And and what did you used to be concerned about? Looking fat or yeah. my stomach? Yeah, that's definitely the number one concern. But I don't think I ever had like gave a disclaimer for it. I mm-hmm. think. For me, I've always just been like stand up tall and be confident, mm-hmm. and yeah. they're lucky to have be Absolutely. with you right now. Yeah, yeah. so and that's it's true. It's yeah. way sexier to like. Yeah, that's how you should be. So that's the way I kind of think about it. Um, I, I just think that if you're in that moment, you should do the opposite of what Naz does, no, and, you and, and just own yourself because he is probably the last thing he's thinking about is like, oh, she has like a little bit of a belly. He's like holy shit, I'm with this girl right now. And yes. like he's excited. He's yeah, not yeah. even thinking about that. So you're the one drawing attention to what you don't want attention right. to. You right. know what I mean? You're yeah. like doing yourself a disservice. I mean, yeah. how do you feel about it? Have you ever been insecure, Ashley? No. Um, <laughs> no, I just, but when it comes to like body stuff in that moment, I, I am like, oh, do I need to shave? Or do I need to like... Do I, yeah, exactly. Before. <laughs> exactly. Mm-hmm. It's more of like a down there insecurity than right. it is about like my body shape. You lay down. I lay you. down like fast, so I'm not like just standing there with like all of my. What I, I see me say, too. Yeah, yeah. I will say like if you're like, and I've been in, better for the record. But <laughs> with that guy that goes to me in Paris, I yeah. did say that. Recently. You did. Okay. I feel like when I'm like, I don't so like standing though. in lingerie just because I. It's not like that. I don't think my body looks good. It's just like something comes over me where I'm like super shy about it. Aww. But if I'll be like, if I'm in bed with lingerie and like sprawled out, then I feel sexier. Yeah, standing in front of a man naked, standing is in front of a man in underwear, it makes you feel vulnerable. like okay, yeah. I'm a little girl right now. Yeah, you're like I've always thought about this when I was eight, and I can't believe it's happening. Yeah. I think about that every time. I have a I feel like I feel more confident if I'm naked, honestly. Oh, I feel more confident oh, in that. lingerie. I always feel like I want to keep my bra on. I want to keep my bra on. So when they take my bra off, I'm like, here we go. I'm like, they're coming <laughs> down. The <laughs> avalanche. When I look at and my I'm boot. like, can you just leave my bra on so I can be Alessandro Ambrosio for exactly. five more minutes in my head? Yeah. <laughs> when I um, so feel funny. like the worst. Don't I, listen to me. I feel like when I look at my like unbroad boobies, I feel like a little girl. Because <laughs> I look at myself like in the mirror and that's like the same boobies <laughs> I used to look at in, like as a 15-year-old. Wait, I don't know why that turned Un- so bra- funny. Boobies. Unbroad yeah. boobies. That is a that is a vibe. <laughs> On broad movies. I just still stand by the fact that the guy is probably like, oh my gosh, I'm with her right now and mm-hmm. she's naked. Fuck yeah, yeah. They're so lucky. You know what I mean? Even yeah. Ian, Ian, our presence. That's why I'm bringing the same air. Yeah. Exactly. That's what they I think you got to think about all the time. Yeah, yeah they knowing never about to slap their nose, you know? <laughs> and also, like, honestly, they're probably like, oh my gosh, my penis, does it look small right now? Is she <laughs> yeah, thinking about right. that? I know. They you know what I mean? They have the ultimate thing to worry about. They have so many insecurities, too. They're probably like, damn, I wish I did a couple more push ups before this. So, actually, shirts come off, just stare at the peen. Oh, actually, yeah. Jared, has it's been gonna sh- go. 
Jared has been super insecure about uh-huh. his body lately because he he just get he had like a little roll in his tummy when back when we first met he had <laughs> like he had like a six pack or at least a good four pack but then like he kind of got a little bit softer over the past couple year past year and now he's tightening up and he like truly like wasn't interested in like me looking at him in any sort of sexual mm-hmm. light for a while because Aww. because he didn't feel good about himself and just the past couple of weeks he's starting to like see a def- more definition again and you can t- he's like I feel like better myself I'm feeling better Aww. and he's like and I, I yeah so like you can just like tell it's not just a girl thing it, guys worry about it yeah. yeah we talked about this with Jonathan Van Ness remember in yeah the, I feel like in the gay community the gay male community oh, sure. it's extremely difficult like people literally write on their dating profiles like no fatties I, you know and that's Can like you, saying that's crazy that's I think it's the worst there or I think I words. think it's definitely worth harder crazy well Well, thank you so much for coming on this was so enlightening and you're incredible where can people find you thanks for having me you guys can find me on instagram at miss zias or my blog miss zias.com or zias what z-i-a-s yeah m-i-s-s-z-i-a-s cool Yay. Cool. Thank and you. We'll obviously continue this combo, but this was yeah, like this a great is awesome. first start. Yeah, thanks you guys for having me. I hope that it helps someone out there feel yeah, more comfortable. Yeah. There, sure this has been a topic that so many people wanted us to discuss for a long time, and I, we definitely thought you'd be the perfect person for this. Thanks, yeah. guys. And we need to talk about this more. Yeah, for sure. All right, All right follow, rate, you. review, and join the Facebook group, and follow I Don't Get It podcast on Instagram. And watch What Now, yes. our reality show on YouTube. Bye. 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 I don't podcast. This podcast is brought to you by Wave Podcast Network. Check out all of our shows, including the Brain Candy Podcast, I Don't Get It, Coffee Convos, and Let's Talk About It.